So my friends, this morning we finally finished reading from the first chapter of the Gospel of Mark, right? We're in the sixth week of Ordinary Time, and we finally finished chapter one of Mark's Gospel. We've been reading it for the last four weekends at Mass, and we have this story of the leper who approaches Jesus. And this, um, you know, we, we had that first reading about what to do if you are even suspected of having leprosy. In the ancient world, right, leprosy is uh, so much feared that even to this day, uh, it's like we use the term like a leper as, as an outcast, as someone who, who needs to be cut off from the community. And uh, if you had any kind of skin condition, right, if someone has a, on a, a scab or a pustule, a blotch, right, if you have a rash, you have a little bit of eczema or you ate something you're a little allergic to, you break out in hives, you're going to get cut off from the community until we can figure out whether or not this thing is leprosy, which uh, was highly contagious and deadly. And so um, it, when you get, imagine, when you get one of these, um, you know, get a little rash, and all of a sudden it's, it's a major, major panic. Do, do I have, is this, well, for, is this it? Like, am I going to die now? And if anyone finds out I'm going to be cut off, I, I think, you know, this is uh, the third or fourth time I've preached on these cycle of readings uh, since being ordained. Uh, but after COVID, we understand this, I think, a lot better, right? Uh, I have a scratchy throat. Maybe I have COVID, right? Oh, no, I got, I got a little bit of a runny nose, but I got, I'm supposed to go to an event in, you know, four or five days. Um, you could follow some people's strategy of you can't get COVID if you don't test, right? Or you could go the, the other side, which is like, yeah, I get COVID. I get two weeks off of work, right? That is, I'll, I'll take it. Uh, and, but in the, even in all that, all kidding aside, there could be a real fear, right? That's still a serious illness. Uh, and it could still uh, be lethal. And so there could be all kinds of things, but we we understand even the slightest little symptom. And even if I know, like, no, I just, I just have a cold. Like, I know it's a cold. I, I took a COVID test. It's not COVID. I just have a little bit of a runny nose today. Well, everyone's going to think I have COVID, right? That has been the anxiety for me as a priest has gone up of like, oh, no, if I've got a little, like, a little bit of a runny nose, you know, everyone's going to think I have COVID. Maybe I shouldn't say the Sunday masses. It gets to be this whole thing. And um, now amplify that to a, a huge extent and uh, add this uh, whole stigma and we have leprosy in the Old Testament, right? And you are cut off as soon as there is the slightest suspicion. And if you actually have it, it's a death sentence and you're not going to die surrounded by family and friends. You're going to die in an outcast community separated from everyone who loves you alone, painfully, and uncared for. And so this is, this is a big problem. And I think as we as Christians read this gospel, we have to see that that physical disease of leprosy, there's a deeper disease, a spiritual disease, and that's the disease of sin. Sin is leprosy for our soul. Sin is highly contagious. It's something that marks us, and it's something that isolates us. It separates us from our friends, our families, our loved ones, and it may not be deadly to our body, but it is mortal sin kills 
the life of grace of our soul. Sin kills our relationship with God. And so sin is leprosy. And until the time of Jesus, it was incurable. If you caught it, that was it. The law, the whole purpose of the Mosaic law is meant to prevent it. It's a prevention measure, right? If you follow the law, you won't sin. And so the law is wearing a mask, right? I'm just going to try to, we're going to social distance and we're going to wear masks. It's a prevention method. But the law, and we get this very clearly in the teachings of St. Paul, the law has no power to cure sin. The law can't cure sin. Just following the rules. It doesn't cure sin. Once you get the disease, it, is, it was, until Jesus Christ, incurable. And it was mortal. But, thanks be to God, Jesus comes on the scene. Jesus, who has the title of the divine physician. Jesus is the divine physician who doesn't just give us more prevention rules. He gives us the cure. He cures us of sin. He cures this incurable illness. And curing the physical disease of the leper is meant to be a sign of what Jesus does to the leprosy of our souls, of sin, right? It's meant to be the sign. If we kept reading from the um, Ordinary Time readings instead of jumping into Lent on Wednesday, then our reading next week would be the curing of the paralytic, where Jesus says, your sins are forgiven. And then in order to prove that he has power to do that, right, that scene directly follows this one. Your sins are forgiven. And then to prove that he's saying that effectively, that he can say that, he says to the, the quadriplegic, right, Stand up, get up, pick up your mat, go home. Um, And he does, the man does. Jesus has that power to cure the leprosy of our souls. But we then need to see how this whole thing plays out in our lives. The first is that when, when you've contracted leprosy, and when we've contracted the leprosy of sin, one of the worst things we can do is to hide it. One of the worst things is to ignore it, to pretend like it doesn't exist. No, I'm really, I'm okay. I can hide this, right? It's the disease of physical leprosy. It's going to spread. You may hide it for a couple days. You may hide it for a year or two, but eventually it's going to spread and you're not going to be able to hide it anymore. Same with sin. We could, okay, you know, I'd start doing some pretty terrible things. I could maybe... I can hide it for maybe a a month, two months, a year, but eventually it's going to get worse and worse and worse. And then as it gets worse and worse and worse, people notice, other people will notice that something has changed, something has gone wrong. And if we, what if we lie to ourselves, right? No, there's no leprosy here. Like I'm, I'm fine. I don't need, no, no leprosy here. One of the best things, one of the first steps we take is to admit that there's a problem, right? To admit that something's wrong. I'm, I'm sick. There's a problem. And until we're willing to admit that, until we're willing to admit 
that there is a problem. That's the first step in AA, right? Admit that we are powerless over alcohol and only a higher power can help us, right? And we have to admit whatever our um, disease is, whatever our uh, sin is, we've got to admit it. We, we can't keep just playing the game. We can't keep having the, the curated, filtered, photogenic life. We've got to say, I'm a sinner. What do we do as soon as we walk into church, right? What's the first? Say the sign of the cross because everything we do starts under the sign of the cross and this greeting as we're a community, the Lord be with you and with your spirit. And then what do we jump right into? We acknowledge our sins so that we can prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. We can't receive healing and redemption until we acknowledge that we're sinners, until we acknowledge that we're broken. That's going to be the story of Wednesday on Ash Wednesday, to acknowledge that we need a Savior, right? I'm a sinner, and so I need a Savior. And so we acknowledge our sins. We acknowledge that we have sinned. I have greatly sinned. You know, maybe the whole rest of the week, I can walk around saying, I confess to Almighty God and to everyone else that you've sinned, right? Through your fault. But here in church, we put aside all those games. We say, I've sinned. Me, I'm a, in case you didn't know it, like I prayed the confidier with everyone else, right? I, I've sinned. I've greatly sinned through my fault and through my fault and through my most grievous fault. We've all got the sickness. We've got to stop playing the game, pretending that we don't. But we don't just stay in our sins. And I think the problem with so much preaching about sin sometimes can be that we just leave it there. All right, we're all a bunch of sick people. Have a good Sunday. No. Well, we do something about it. And so we, what does the leper do? He goes to Jesus. And that's what we do. When you're sick, we want to go to Jesus. We go to the doctor. We go to our divine physician. We go to our friend, Jesus. And we tell him what's going on. I'm, I'm a leper. I'm sick. And he goes right up to Jesus, which was not permitted. And he says this beautiful, moving prayer that we can pray ourselves as well. Lord, if you wish, if you want to, you can make me clean. If you want, if you wish, you can make me clean. It's an act of faith. And we can make that same prayer for Jesus. Jesus, I'm a sinner. I'm a leper. I'm broken. But if you want, I know you can make me clean. You can make me better. Again, I'm powerless over my sin. Only a higher power has the power to save me. That's Jesus. And Jesus, if you want to, if you just even want to at all, you can save me. You can make me better. You can cure the leprosy of my heart and soul. And we do this in a real way when we go to confession, right? Confession, we should all go to confession. As Catholics, we know we, we do, we say in our, we can do it in our personal prayer. We should do it in our personal prayer. But particularly when we go to confession, we go to Jesus. Confession is the way that God set up that we are healed, that we actually are made well. God has arranged that this is how it happens. 
And it happens every time we go to confession, that we go to confession and we say almost in these words, if you wish, Lord, you can make me clean. And I know sometimes people may say, no, I, I tell my sins directly to God, right? I could, just, I could just tell my sins. Yeah, you can. Like, you totally can. You can tell God your sins. You probably don't, he knows your sins, right? Uh, so, but I just, I confess right to God. Good, good for you. I, I like to do that too. Every night I make a good examination of conscience. I pray the, you know, act of contrition. It's a good thing to do. But I still go to confession, right? It is the foolishness of saying, well, I just confess my sins to God. Imagine if I told you, that I found out this week that I, you know, was die. I have cancer. Let's say I have stage three cancer, right? That's a scary diagnosis. That's a scary thing. Okay. You know what I'm going to, God can heal me. I'll just tell God, no, Father, you should go to an oncologist. You should immediately get started on a plan of treatment. No, no, it's okay. I'm just going to tell God and boom, it's going to, it'll all, no, that's dumb. Like that's really dumb, Father Casey. You should get, you need, God is set up in our modern world God is set up. This is how we treat cancer. This is what you do. You should absolutely pray. But God uses instruments, uses means to make us well. Confession is the means that God set up for the cancer of the soul. And it's just as dumb to say, I will just confess to God. That's just as, it's probably more foolish than me saying, well, I'll just let God take care of my stage three cancer. I'm not going to see any doctors or do anything at all or even try anything at all. It's just as, it's more, it's even more dumb um, to say that with our sins. But we may be afraid. I've got this leprosy. Leprosy is ugly. Sin, sin is ugly. Sin is always very ugly. It's gross. And so we're ashamed of our sins and rightly so. Right? Sin brings shame. There's a reason why we don't just start naming our sins here in public. Right? It's, it's gross. It's, we're ashamed of it. It's something shameful. And so in the quiet, in the privacy, and the confidentiality of the confessional, we bring our sickness to Jesus. And Jesus doesn't reject us. He doesn't hate us. He doesn't say, well, yeah, wow. What a sinner you, how terrible you are. He didn't do that to the leper. In fact, he didn't even say, okay, well, stay your safe social distance. Moved with pity. He stretched out his hand and touched him. The power of just those words. This is a leper with an incurable skin condition. Moved with compassion. He stretched out his hands and he touched him. And he said, I do will it. Yes, I want to be clean. When we go to confession, we don't meet judgment. We don't meet um, being made to feel terrible. No, the same exact Jesus is moved with compassion out of love for each and every one of us. And he again stretches out the hand, his sacramental hand of mercy, and touches us in our brokenness. No social distancing there. He touches us in our brokenness. Says, yes, I want this too. Be clean. Be made 
clean. And immediately, immediately, he was made well. When we go to confession, we are immediately, the leprosy of our souls, the cancer of our soul goes away. And our relationship with God is restored. And we begin again. This is the mercy of God. This is the great mercy that God shows us. And so, my friends, let's ask our Lord for this grace. It's the, we're beginning Lent on Wednesday. Everyone should try to go to confession during Lent. Every single one. We should all go to confession. If it's been a long time and there's a lot of cancer, there's a lot of leprosy, all the more reason. Let's go and get rid of it all. Let's make a resolution as a community that when we come to Easter Sunday Mass, each and every one of us, in the privacy of confession, whenever and however it happens, that we all come clean to Easter, that we all want to be on these, this right terms with God. If we've been holding on to this sickness for too long, out of shame, out of embarrassment, out of pride, then we can make that resolution today to begin again, to say these moving words to Jesus. If you wish, Jesus, you can make me clean. And that same pity and mercy, Jesus reaches out to us in compassion. I do will it. Be made clean.